Hello and welcome to the National Trust podcast. In this mini-episode, we'll be hearing about the strange tale that Edith Lady Londonderry had clipped into hedges in Mount Stuart's famous Shamrock Garden. Now, I'm standing here in the Shamrock Garden at Mount Stuart, surrounded by tall yew hedges, but what's really striking and quite unusual is a series of topiary that runs across this hedge. Thankfully, Neil, the head gardener, is here and he's going to explain the whole thing to me. Well, the Shamrock Hedge, on, on the top of it, is a, a children's story in topiary. And Edith was a great children's story writer. She published The Magic Ink Pot in 1928. But on top of the Shamrock Hedge is a different narrative that she just made up on her own with the artist Edmund Brock, who lived in the house quite a lot of the time during the 1920s. So after 1928, I think, they sort of dreamt up this new narrative, which was the Stuart family coming in a leather-bottomed sailing ship, a curragh, to Ireland. Edith's at the back blowing a horn. The three young children, Helen, Mary and Margaret, are under the rigging. And the artist Edmund Brock is at the bow with a bottle of whiskey and the macaw Edward, who used to had his wings clipped, but he could climb up people's backs and sit on their shoulders. So he's on his shoulder. They're going off on the hunt, so Edith is depicted as a huntswoman blowing a horn, and they're off hunting the white stag, which in Irish mythology, when you die, your spirit is taken by the white stag to Tiernanog, the land of the ever young. So they catch up with the stag. Edith is depicted as a, an Amazon with a bow and arrow. And ultimately, she, or originally, she had a sort of Robin Hood, Errol Flynn hat with a feather in it. So we're trying to grow, she'll have a mohawk for a while, and then we'll develop this uh, Errol Flynn hat. And she shoots the white stag in the bottom, or haunches it. And so you can see the white stag with an arrow sticking out of it. And because all of this is pagan and pre-Christian, the devil gets involved and he brings down all the hawks of the air who then swoop down and disrupt the hunt, scattering everybody. And in the confusion, he rides the wounded stag to safety and saves him. And ultimately, you know, this hedge uh, was much taller and uh, we'd like to grow it up taller one day again. This is not the original hedge and we now have this narrative in six pieces but before originally the pieces were much bigger and there were 24 of them telling the narrative and one day we'd love to have the hedge taller and all 24 back and if we did the last figure right at the end of the shamrock hedge would be a boy walking home disconsolately with a skinny hair and a pole and that's all they bring back from the hunt. So it's a complete shambles. The original structure uh, was made by a man called Robert Burnett of Skipton in Yorkshire. And we've got pictures of him in his shed in Yorkshire making the devil. Uh, you know, and the, the level of detail of this metal structure is so refined, you can see his eyelashes. I don't know how you'd ever translate that into topiary. But the idea is that you, the, the young shoots of the, the yew, it's, it's usually yew that we're using, although we're starting to use Chilean yew now, which is, doesn't get any of the diseases that yew get. But it's the same deal. So you wrap the little fresh growth, spiral it around the metal 
cage really and stop the end. So you tie it on, wrap it round, stop the end, and this bushes it up uh, and makes it much more sort of fluffy. So what you're trying to do, you know, ultimately is have the growth about half an inch above the metal and then you can cut that with a set of sort of sheep shearing shears and keep it nice and fine. And the other trick with the topiary is when you have a right angled edge, you can't leave it right angled, otherwise it looks ragged. So you take a chamfer off, just you take the corner off and that makes it look much sharper. So when we finish, you know, the figures are done with sheep shearing shears with a chamfer. It looks really sharp. They haven't quite done it. We find if we leave the work till early August, when we cut it, we won't have to cut it again. It won't grow back. So we let it get a little ragged at this time of year, but it saves us work long term. Thanks for listening to this week's National Trust mini-episode. The next full episode will be available in a week's time. Kate Martin, one of our West Coast Rangers, will be in Kinder Scout in the Peak District, exploring the wonders of the landscape there. I've really enjoyed taking you with me on our tour of some of the National Trust's most beautiful gardens and looking forward to exploring some others in the third season of the National Trust podcast. Until then, from me, Alan Power, Goodbye.